You're listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey, The Good, The Bad, and The Branding with Danielle Clem, the weekly podcast created for fellow entrepreneurs, whether just starting out, established in your business, or simply testing out the waters. We're here to put the real back in entrepreneurial reality. Each episode guides you through the different paths walked and lessons learned by fellow bosses, how they got through it, and tips that got them there sprinkled in with a little business branding and a whole lot of heart. One question is, are you ready to dive in? Here's your host, designer, marketer, and frequent iced coffee drinker, Danielle Clem. Hey everyone, Danielle here. Just a quick friendly heads up before we get started that we have a community over on Facebook created for women just like you called the Female Biz Journey Insider Group. So you can find that over on Facebook and it'll be down in the show notes here to help you with any extra info, resources, or anything else that the guests or myself want to throw at you. So if that sounds good to you, then head over there and we can talk a little bit more. Now let's get started with the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today I have on a a very interesting topic, Um, one that I didn't think I'd bring up. But I think it needs to be talked about. So I seem to, I feel like I, I, I begin most of my solo podcasts like that. But it's because usually most of them apply to what's ever going on in my life or what I see happen to my clients. And I feel like they need to be addressed or for you listeners too. I think everyone has some form of um, relatability with a lot of this stuff. But without further ado, today we're going to talk about the, the five things that you hear when you own your own business and how to combat them. Most of these aren't meant to be malicious or mean, but you know, uh, family, friends, people who don't know what you do, God love them, but (laughs) you know, they are trying to help you with your best interest or some aren't, but they'll ask you questions or statements that you would rather not hear people say. And a lot of us can feel uncomfortable or want to run from the situation. And I think it needs to be addressed because it doesn't end, like, it doesn't end in the sense of the topics don't end with people asking them, even if you have people who love what you do, there's always that part, remember, people are human, so they always want it to relate back to them or relate to something a part of them so they can understand it more, so going into these, remember that whoever asks this kind of stuff, usually they're not trying to be mean, But we have to answer them in the best way we can without getting our own selves irritated. (laughs) Okay, so the first one, which probably irritates me the most, is are you really making money at that or at what you're doing? Now, for many of you who might not know what I do, I do website design, email, marketing, and branding with a little dabble of coaching for... uh, female small business owners wanting to share their message and be seen. So that's the basics of what I do. And for those who aren't in this type of realm or in this type of online space, they can get unsure of how people even make money with this. And to that, yes, it's kind of, uh, (laughs) it's disheartening because you don't want to hear that kind of stuff. It's kind of disappointing when people don't think that they have, um, pride in you or understanding what you do, but it helps you see that you have to be aware of like talking about what you do more and showing that like you have sales or if you don't have sales, you're getting, you're going to be close to getting sales because 
half of them just want to know that you're doing okay and that we're doing viable business. And the other half, well, let's just hope they're not long-term friends. <laughs> so, so what they asked that, are you really making money at that? What I said or what I do try and say is that, yes, I do. I actually really enjoy what I do and I'm really fortunate for being able to do this. And I uh, love being able to help so many women and I couldn't ask for a better job. Because that way, it doesn't only shut down the obviously I make money, but two, it reinforces the fact that I love what I do. I'm not just doing this to make a quick buck or to pay for my next vacation. I don't think any of us start out with that. And if you do, that's totally fine. However, you need something long-term, your why, whatever it might be, to keep you going through the days where you want to stay in your sweatpants, which you totally can as an online business owner, but you have to have still some type of drive for it. So this way, it helps kind of be a twofer. So it allows them to understand that, yes, I do make money, and yes, I do love what I do, because that can always kind of come up in that same respect. So second is... Are you going on vacations and trips all the time? Like, you must be uh, having so much time to yourself or, like, so much time at home. And to that, I mean, (laughs) these questions, you'll hear me laugh or chuckle because that's one of my uh, mechanisms for certain things where I just, I laugh because it's just like, who asks these kind of things? But I've literally had people ask me these type of questions and... For this one, you know, they're asking if you do vacations and trips because for people who are, you know, not in the same space or who are in the nine to five or whatever it might be, you know, they are used to having their days planned out and they're used to knowing that their money will go to bills or to hobbies or to vacations or to whatever else is in that realm of like what they pay for. They're not used to thinking that for your business, for being a business owner, that you're not just making money for those reasons, you're also making money because you want to make an impact or you want to help people. Nine times out of ten, the people who I work with want to help others or want to make their lives better with their product or service. So that can be hard for some people because some of them just don't want to go down that road. It's not their priority in life to create a business and that's totally fine. However, it does need to be addressed (laughs) that when they ask those kind of questions, The best way that you can say it without sounding too cheesy is by just saying, I plan on taking a vacation soon, but currently, you know, I have uh, time wherever I make it or I, you know, I recently went to get a massage or I recently did X, Y, and Z that helps show you still maintain some type of fun and interaction in your life because I forget this too. I uh, can work myself to the bone or I can work so many hours. And then I realize what I'm actually working towards. So that can similarly happen to people who are nine to fives, but we have to be a lot more cognizant of knowing that what are we working towards? What are we doing our business towards? And for vacations and travel, where do you want to go? What has been on your bucket list for a while? What are you doing to actively get there? Outside of obviously making money, are you making a setting a date for when you're going to go? Or are you uh, trying to make uh, travel plans? And when they ask those kind of questions, you don't have to give them specifics. You can just say that I actually am planning on going on a trip soon or I have one on the books or anything to that extent. 
and that'll help calm whatever nerves they have. Hopefully that helps you. That one's not as common, I would say. Uh, it only happens every once in a while. And then this one just kills me is third, I haven't seen you in so long. You know, so for those who might not have listened to the other podcasts, I'm an introvert. Like I can talk to people. I was a barista for many years. I can totally talk to people. I love people, but I love my alone time. I love sitting in my room, turning on my essential oil diffuser, going underneath a blanket, either watching TV or reading a book, whatever it might be. Those, that's my jam. I love quiet time. Um, obviously, quiet time is different than alone, like feeling alone, <laughs> but quiet time, that, that's my jam. So when they say I haven't seen you so long, it's because usually 90% of what I do is my business, 5% of what I do is working out, and the other 5 is trying to keep a work-life balance for social life, or my partner, or quiet time, like giving back to myself. So when they say this, it can obviously bring up some kind of emotions about feeling some type of guilt or not feeling like you um, have seen enough people. But what they might be forgetting is that your business doesn't stop. Like when you stop, when whenever it happens, like for them when they clock off work, that doesn't end. It doesn't end for you. So, and I don't mean this to sound scary for anyone, it's not meant to be, but it's more just like people sometimes don't understand that you don't work just straight 40 hours. Maybe you work under, maybe you work over. There's never really a set time. It's for really what you can get done. So with that, I haven't seen you in so long. I would say, yeah, I've been working on my business, having some really good things pop up, and I'm so happy to be here with you. That allows them to obviously see that you're doing good, um, that it's obviously you're not uh, having any type of mental breakdowns and also that you're happy to be there with them and acknowledges that you're taking time for them and that you want to spend time with them. So it makes them feel appreciated versus feeling like they have to make them feel like you're just trying to move them along. Because sometimes it's why they they say that kind of thing is because they want to see more of you. Like I have some family members who always say similar stuff like that and that's just because some of them especially for those who um grew up in a certain time when they're used to seeing everyone all the time um especially in bigger households i totally get it however for others especially for business owners who are online like you live through your computer it's hard for those to see like what you do takes more time out of the day than not so with that, just tell them that I've been working on some amazing stuff that I even can't even wait to share with you, and I'm so happy to be here with you. And it'll really go far because once you appreciate them, it helps take the it helps take the heat off you, or it helps make them want to go back to like a regular conversation. If that even happens nowadays. <laughs> okay, so the fourth one again is this one's not as common, I would say, but it does happen. Is Will I see you on uh, on an upcoming show or video or podcast or blog post? And that way they're asking, are you visible? Are you being successful out there without actually saying it? Personally, I haven't had this happen um, to this, this extent before. But if someone's this blunt, first of all, bravo to them. But second of all, it's allowing them to try and be like, hey, you know, I want to see what you're doing. I want to see if I can actually see you out there and be proud of you when you're out there. 
And instead of giving them sometimes the satisfaction of saying, no, I don't, instead be like, yeah, I'm actually doing Facebook Lives once a week. Or, yeah, I just put out this awesome video or blog post um, and I'm in the works of doing X, Y, and Z. Whenever you give them some type of like upcoming plan, it helps them feel, feel a little more relieved about what you're doing. Again, this is mostly for family or friends. So if this is happening for a colleague or an acquaintance, watch out just because sometimes people can use these kind of sentences to kind of fish for things or investigate or interrogate and it sucks but it's true so going forward any of these questions or statements do try and see who you're talking to like do you know this person are they caring about your well-being and also are they looking to get out anything for you or are they even a uh, someone who might be wanting to do something that's similar to you and they're trying to figure out if what you're doing is viable or not. Again, all of these these things you have to figure out for yourself, but I'm just showing you how to combat some type of questions that are such happy questions. Okay, so five, obviously this one goes more towards uh, a younger generation, but it can also happen for um, older generations. So I want to tell you two parts. So the first part is uh, for me, because I am am still in my 20s, people ask, Oh, that's so great for you, but when do you think you'll settle down or when do you think you'll move next? Which is fantastic. Or for those who already are settled down, they'll think, oh, so what are your plans? What is your next chapter going to look like? What are you planning for the future? And again, bless bless their hearts. However, they have no idea that you're working on your business. Like you, this is your future. For the most of us, this is our future. And it can be hard for them because they think, oh, this is similar to kind of like, not a hobby, but it's similar to what they they would think is um, like winning a video game. I personally don't play, but my partner does, and that's the best <laughs> metaphor I have, is once you finish uh, winning or conquering that game, you move on to the next one. Same thing happens for them. They think that once you win or are successful at business, what do you move on to next in your life? And the thing that they forget, or that they might not even know, is that business is ever-evolving. We are ever-evolving, because usually our business and ourselves are linked together. So if they ask you that kind of thing where, uh, where do you plan to move to next? What's your, uh, do you plan to settle down? What's your next chapter? Instead, being like, I am so happy with where I'm at right now. I'm working to build this into the best it can be. And then I plan on going about this. So for example, I had someone ask, Uh, where I plan to move to next. And I love this question because I love when people ask, like, I actually know. (laughs) And I say this because I've moved a couple of times uh, throughout my life and I'm finally at the point where the next time I want to move or next time I will move is going to be at a place that I enjoy and that I really love. So instead of seeing when I will move, it's when I find the place that I want to move, that's when I will move. And I tell people this all the time is that I use this time to help scout where I want to move to next rather than just picking a point and thinking, oh, well, that's done. You know, I want to actually choose and feel that that feeling inside where you're like, yeah, this feels like home or yeah, this feels like X, Y, and Z or oh yeah, this feels um, like something that I have to stay here for. And until I feel that way, then I'm okay with where I'm at right now. It's neutral. It's rather than feeling like I have to leave, I'm more of just like, okay, I can choose now where I want to go next year. I can choose now 
what I want my quote-unquote next chapter to be. So if anyone asks you for next chapter, you can just say, I actually am just building my business right now and this is going to be my future. So I have nothing else to say, (laughs) honestly. Uh, Obviously, don't put that I have nothing else to say, but people always want a plan and I'm totally about plans and goals and steps. Like that is my jam. You can ask any of my clients. I love that. However, this is your life. This is your life you're talking about. We're not always going to have to live by goals or by steps or by deadlines. The only deadline you have in this life is death. That's that's morbid. My bad. Uh, the only deadline you have in life, this business, this life that you're in, you can plan as best as you can, but there's only so much you can do. So when people ask you that kind of stuff, it's because half the time they're not even sure where they're going next um, and they want to hear insight from you to maybe get some more information or inspiration of where to go next or what to do next. So take that as a part of, so you can take that in a way of one, I'm grateful for this conversation to be almost over with this person or two, you know, thank you for taking the time to uh, listen to me or to ask me questions because something that I've noticed the most my energy has changed. I mean, I also currently started to drink cold brew, which has been awesome for my energy, but also I'm starting to try and do more actual gratitude throughout the day. Like this conversation that I recently had with someone, I came home and obviously I could have uh, sulked about it or felt like I was uh, exhausted. Instead, as I was filling up my water to start on my next part of my business uh, goals, I was like, you know, I'm grateful that I had this conversation to know what I don't want to do, or I'm grateful that I didn't get pounded on by water (laughs) because of rain that was coming down, or I'm grateful that I'm able to move on and be able to choose who I talk to and choose who I want to work with. So all of this stuff that I just talked about, yes, it comes up, and yes, it probably will still come up, but I have to realize that these come up one, because people are just who they are, but two, it's an invitation to say, okay, how am I going to look at my own business? How am I going to tell them? Because one, the way that you tell them is the way that you are shaping it for yourself. So the words you speak really can affect how you even see your business. So I hope this all helps you guys, but I just wanted to bring that up because I had that happen recently and I thought that for those who've been through this, it can feel kind of isolating. You're like, man, I'd want to just have a regular conversation about dogs and coffee and goals, I guess. Um, it can be difficult nowadays. So I hope this helps everyone uh, to feel a little more relatable in the world and know that you're doing amazing. You're doing fantastic. I appreciate you for listening. Thank you so much for being here. And just keep killing it. I will talk to you all in the next episode. And I'll see you then. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey with Danielle Clem. If you like our show and want to know more, check out the show notes to join in the Insiders Facebook group. Or please leave us a review on iTunes. Join us next week for another dose of business, branding, and everything in between. See you then.